We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. you date me a podcast where me nicole byer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though if you want me to stop talking you can just put your dick in my mouth (laughs) 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 my god isn't that awful my guest today the person you just heard say oh god has a show on comedy central called corporate it's very funny i just watched an episode of it uh you know him you love oh also he hosts a show in la called good heroin it's on saturday every Mm -hmm. saturday yes at uh stories a bookstore in echo park matt Ingabresen. Hello, Nicole. Did I do it right? Did yes. I say it right? Yes. Oh, what a treat. What a dream. <laughs> Sometimes, mm, all the time, I butcher people's last names. Me too. It is horrifying when you're hosting a show, too, to like go on stage and be like, and I forgot to ask them mm-hmm. how to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I don't like hosting. Yeah. Because I forget credits. I yep. mispronounce names. Um, I don't do credits anymore. I just say, and here's this next person. I like that. I don't understand credits. I know. Who gives because, a like, shit? Because what happens? Like they're going to like me so much that they're going to yeah. like try to remember the credit to be like I have to watch this person they again. They were on TV once. Now I like them. Before I did Before, not. Before they were a piece of trash. <laughs> but now they're upscale trash because they've been on television. <laughs> You're on TV. I'm on TV. How does it feel? Feels pretty good. Your billboards are fucking everywhere. I know. That it's is a real strange. Yeah. It's fun to drive by and be like, look, friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, I, every time I see one, I'm like, what is happening in my life right now? <laughs> and I'm also, but I'm also struck with like, cause this, I'm not even trying to be negative, may never happen to me again. Billboards okay. in LA. There's a chance, like who the fuck knows what will happen in my who life. Who knows? Um, 
So I'm like looking and I'm like, appreciate this, Matt. Live life to the fullest. But I'm still usually not doing Have that. Have you spent any amount of time hanging around below one to see if anybody goes, whoa! <laughs> wow! <laughs> like their eyes pop out and they die because they're like, I'm having thing. a heart attack. He's big up there and my size here. <laughs> you killed me, Matt <laughs> Engelbertson. <sighs> um, no, I have not. I've, we had okay. somebody take a photo of us below one, which felt cheap. We were like, hey, this is the most awkward thing. We're so sorry we're about to do this, but please take a photo of us because this will never happen again. I like it. I think it's cute. Matt. Yes. You are in a relationship, yes? Yes. <laughs> and you've been in a relationship for... Four years. Four years. Mm -hmm. That's the length of high school. And you're in your senior year We're of We're about to go to college. Are we going to stay together? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the big question. Will you go to the same school? Um, were you on apps before you found... Your current partner? Yes, and I found her on an app. We found each other on an app. Which one? Tinder. Fuck. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah, I think I missed the part of Tinder where people meet and stay together. <laughs> well, we bear. I don't know how it happened because we were both about done with it. Like, okay. we were. I was at the point of Tinder where I was setting up dates, walking distance from my house <laughs> only. <laughs> That was like a prerequisite. Uh -huh. And I was like, I was becoming bad at first dates. I was getting to the point okay. where I was essentially interviewing them like podcast style. Okay. And just like, who are you? What do you do? What's your family life like? What are your, it just like. Wait, a first date question is what's your family life like? Yes, Nicole. <laughs> I, I what think, do you talk about on a first date? How many dicks I like to gobble? No, uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever thought to ask. Well, I guess it's because I'm not like super close with my family. Okay, so I sure. guess that wouldn't be on the docket of questions. It for me. is uh, borderline inappropriate to get into that on a first date, mm -hmm. but I just almost in like a out of boredom. <laughs> Uh, would start kind of getting in, try to get in as deep as I could. First oh, date, yeah. interesting. Partially because like first dates can be such a waste of time. And it's like, yes. it sucks to, you want to at least get, I want some sense that there's a chance here before I agree to a second mm -hmm. date. And if we don't, if we can't get into it a little bit, I, I don't have any faith in it. Did you ask your current girlfriend about her family on the first date? Do you remember? Yeah, I think so. And she gave an answer good enough for she a said, second date. <laughs> She passed the test. She was like, I murdered my family. She said, my... On to the next question. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> and that's good for me. <laughs> I was like, great. When did you decide that you wanted to go out on a second? Who asked who out on the second date? I probably did, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we kissed on the first date. Okay. Which was cool. Uh-huh. That was a big breakthrough I made at some point in my 20s. Because first kisses are used to be so terrifying. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I realized like, oh, you could just say out loud, like, I want to kiss you. And mm -hmm. then it, and then you don't have to try to like find the moment where like, oh, we just made eye contact. Oh, no, she looked away. Should I go in? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's nice to be asked because anytime a face is coming closer to me and I'm not sure it's happening, yeah. my first instinct is to pull back and go, what are you doing? <laughs> And well, then it's they're crazy. like trying to kiss you, and you're like, "Well, I ruined it. Do you want to try now?" <laughs> <laughs> Which has happened to me numerous times. I, I totally empathize with uh, 
and not, this doesn't always happen, but often men or traditionally men go in for the mm-hmm. kiss. And I can imagine it must feel crazy a lot of the times to be on the receiving end of that, especially uh-huh. if you're not sure if you want to do it mm-hmm. or you just didn't see it coming at all. You yep. were checking your phone and some suddenly... And then all of a sudden there's a face coming at you kind of slowly with uh-huh. their lips parted and eye closed. Wrinkled or lips. Or both eyes. <laughs> Usually it's both eyes. <laughs> a fun thing I like to do is when I'm kissing someone is to open my eyes. To see what their face looks like, which is crazy because if anyone ever opened their eyes, they would just see see me with my eyes. How romantic. Deep eye contact while kissing. Uh (laughs) That would be so scary if my eyes are open and then their eyes open. They were still kissing. But I'm waiting for that moment because that means I have to marry that person. Because they want to know what I look like. But don't you ever want to know what like a face up close looks like when you're kissing it? I'll sneak a peek. Do you? Oh, sure. Okay, great. I'm not alone. I feel like you're lying to me, though. I'm not at all. Okay. I want to know. Right. It's just everyone looks dumb kissing. Yeah, because it's also like, yeah, you can't see. The angle you're at is so strange, too. Mm -hmm. Their face looks distorted. It It, looks like a fisheye lens or something. Yes, because it's so close to you. Yeah. Oh, it's my favorite thing to do. First kiss, though. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Can be it's good. good. Yeah. Or okay. it's an immediate sign of like, no. I've had some bad first kisses where I'm like, surely this will be better the next time. Yeah. And then it's not. And you're like, well, I had a first our kiss. lips don't match. I had a first and last kissed once where uh, we were in the parking lot, actually behind Stories Books and Cafe where I do that show. Um, we had gone on a date at El Prado and we were kissing by uh, the... Uh, or hanging out by, like, her car. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, like, discussed that we'd like to kiss now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we signed the contract mm-hmm. that you sign, And then she came in, and I, because I had my eyes open, tongue out, <laughs> leading, leading what? with the tongue. No. No. I, I wish you could see. The listeners won't be able to know this, but, but you I can imagine But I think they can it. imagine tongue a out. tongue out. That's And then I gross. received it. And you opened your mouth right up to I get that like, tongue? here it comes. Here comes the airplane. <laughs> oh, I wish she had made noises. Like, <laughs> um, And then we, but it was a too heavy of a tongue kiss for me, especially okay. right off the bat. I listen, I like tongue, but, but yes. for a first contact, mm-hmm. I want it to mostly be lip. I also want it to mostly be lip, but if you like sneak a little tongue in, sure, of course. Like after like I don't know twenty seconds of a kiss, then Ab- like oh, oh okay, I guess we're gonna make out now. I'm not a but prude. like you can't just no start by making out. It's psychotic. That's too much. Give me a peck. <laughs> give me a or give just me a smooch. A little smooch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of the worst kiss I ever had. Also, r- real quick on that story, that same time that we were kissing, and I've told this on stage before, but. While we were making out, she noticed, it was very late, this man across the parking lot mm-hmm. sitting on the ground watching us, <laughs> jerking off. Yes! <laughs> yes! You gave him a show! We did, and we didn't stop either. <laughs> <laughs> we did not stop. See, okay. Because we're good people. You are good people, but honestly, this is where consent lines blur. Obviously, mm. you didn't consent to have a man jerk off no. in front of you, but then you saw it, and you were like... Now we consent. It would have been good if we gave him like a thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> go to town, my friend. Where does Jizz go when you don't have a home? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question, Nicole. Where 
does the jizz go? Where does go the jizz go? When you don't have a home. What? Like, did he come on the sidewalk? Are we just stepping on tons of crusty jizz? I think so. Did he uh, come in the street? Did he come in a dirty cloth? He was so he was sitting like legs out in front of him, mm-hmm. like back against a wall. Okay. So I'm curious if he came onto himself or oh. if he like tilted left or right to mm. come onto the sidewalk. I wonder. Seems like not a great situation. <laughs> no, it's and not. I think this is one of the real reasons why we need to solve this homeless crisis. Yes. Just so everybody could jerk off indoors. That's the main you know? reason. Also, like a homeless lady, that's that's like a show. If she wants to fucking like rub oh, one yeah. out, sure. You, well, I guess you don't have to completely disrobe. But, but is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to think of the logistics where I'm like, okay, so I guess yeah. I like pull them down, kind of. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, it's like I think it's just easier to jerk off. Yeah, but it's a problem. You're like exposing your. There's no way to yeah. not expose yourself in a terrible way. You're right. Yeah. Well. You have a home. I have a home. I have a home, too. So I guess we don't have to worry about that. Thank God. Unless we become homeless. But I do a podcast, so I'm rich in words. <laughs> You're rich and famous. <laughs> um. Okay. So yes. before you found your current partner on Tinder, mm-hmm. and you were like over Tinder, just setting up dates near your house... <laughs> Which I feel like I sound like a sociopath. So funny. Is it crazy? It was a little crazy, but it was mostly just, I was like, I would go through phases with Tinder where I'd go on a lot of dates mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, I can't do this anymore and mm-hmm. give up on it. And I was on the verge of giving up. And the step right before that was, well, if it's walking distance, who cares? I'll just go. Yeah. I do a lot of dates at a, just like this shitty little dive bar where the bartender Every time I bring someone new there, she's like, maybe this one will work. And I'm like, cool. (laughs) I'm glad you've noticed. But I mean. Another thing that happened on that same date actually was we went to El Prado and I I walked in Mm -hmm. and my, and people I knew were at the bar and they were like, hey, how's it going? Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck. I'm like, I'm here on a first date. And they're like, cool. We're going to watch you. As a joke, but then they just did. But then did. they watched you. They just watched me be on a first oh, date. Oh, that's very funny. Hell. I ne- I hardly run into people when I'm like out with friends or alone. Yeah. But I constantly run into people <laughs> when I'm on dates. Yeah. Like people I know, and then people have started to recognize me while I'm on dates. And I feel like that makes men uncomfortable. Yes. Especially when they have to take a picture <laughs> of me <laughs> and someone who likes what I do. And then like leaving is very weird because then they're like, what was that like for you? And I'm like, well, what was it like for you? I. <laughs> <laughs> That's hell. I mean, what a nice little humble brag, but um, <laughs> it's gotten very strange. I'll bet, because you are on Netflix now. You're on like a popular Netflix show. I am. The children and the stoners like it, mm. which I think is the people who fucking watch, like parents, children, and like stoners who are like, I smoked a blunt, and then y'all were crazy. Do you feel like, and stop me if I'm repeating anything that's been discussed on this podcast before, that this is helping or hurting your dating life? Um, I have no clue. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I only know if you know who I am if you tell me. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll wait till like an hour or two into the date to let me know. And I'm like, ooh, that, maybe mm. earlier would have been, you know, better. Uh, I don't know if it's helping or hurting. Right. I have. It's increasing your reach. 
yes, my engagement <laughs> yeah. levels are really, you know, growing on uh-huh. uh, on the Tinder. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a little weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what people want from me. I know. I'm. I feel both. Uh, I feel mostly lucky that I'm in a relationship while I'm having a TV show because mm-hmm. I think it would be confusing to be out there while I'm on TV. Mm-hmm. It would just be a totally new dynamic that I'm not used to. I uh, guess like theoretically exciting, right? Because mm-hmm. like there's more options maybe. Yes. But it might be confusing. But are they like genuine options? Are right. these nice people? Mm-hmm. Do you, when you were single, did you have chuckle fuckers? Did you ever fuck anyone after shows? No, I did not. Really? I know. I don't think I'm, I think I maybe wasn't great at sussing out when somebody was creating an opening for me. Ah. And also, and maybe I'm projecting, I could never tell, I don't think I'm, I'm not fishing for compliments here or anything. Oh I don't. My. I don't know if I'm someone who women see as like, I want to make a mistake with this guy tonight. <laughs> I think I give off the vibe of like, this guy might be a responsible father one day. Mm. What do you agree with that or no? Um, yeah, maybe you are kind of like the latter, where I'm like, oh yes, he seems like he's got his life together. Uh-huh. But I feel like that would encourage a woman to hit on you because you're like, well, yeah. he might treat me nice, <laughs> and that's different than the norm. <laughs> I'll go for that. Uh huh. And I'm I, very surprised that you've never fucked anyone after a show. Yeah, I haven't. I, I, I think it ha I, I feel like I mean, in LA, if you are a white male stand-up comedian and you're not famous yet, which I wasn't I'm still I don't think I'm famous yet still, but before the show, I was like not famous at all. So I'm like a dime a dozen. There's like mm-hmm. plenty of me out there. So I don't think I ever reached the status when I was single as a comedian that where I would have had the status to do that, I think. Fair. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll never know unless we find a DeLorean and go back in time. <laughs> um, let's. Have you had sex with people after shows? No. Nicole. Ladies don't have chuckle fuckers. Yeah. They don't. I get a lot of men who are like, whoa. That was actually pretty funny, and I think you should keep doing this. And I'm like, well, thank you. Wow, Joe is your name? Thank you so much, Joe. I was going to give up and kill myself tonight, (laughs) but now I've got the strength to carry on, Joe. That's what I get after shows. It's great, and I love it. That's hell. (sighs) Everything is hell. Um, Mm -hmm. This... I can't wait for Earth to be done. I know. It feels like we're getting there. I think we're getting there pretty fast. Um, It seems like we're living the last good years right now. And they're not even that good. They're not even that good. The president can't spell hamburger. No. That really got me. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. It is so terrible, but it's really so funny what's happening to Hamburgers. Good God. (laughs) It made me laugh so hard. Maybe harder than it should have. I don't... I was Mm -hmm. really just stuck on that. I was like, how... The way you spelt it is not even a mistake. Do you know what a hamburger is? <laughs> or you... maybe you think they're hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> hamburger. Hamburger. Give me the hamburger. Oh, man. I mean, the next two years are going to be wild. The next two to six years. Yeah. Because he might get reelected. He could. Or hopefully, or impeach. But I, it's hard. I have no clue. I have no I, yeah, gut instinct either I, me way. Me either. But also impeachment sounds like fun. And I know oh. it's not 
a fun thing for the person going through it, but like, let's get impeached. <laughs> right? It would be so fun to watch him get impeached. I'm just saying the word impeachment sounds like a good time. Yeah, impeachment. You want to get impeachment tonight? Hey, girl, hey, let's get impeached. Let's get impeached tonight. Yeah, you want to get like, impe- you want to drink some impeachment? <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds like a nasty little cocktail. Take a vodka and impeachment. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what is what's is this the longest relationship you've been in? Mm-hmm. I've been in oh. before that a year long relationship. In high school, I was in a year long relationship, and oh. then as uh, mid level twenty something, I was in a relationship. Okay, so for... this person in high school, where did you wait? We need to take a break. Okay. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now we're back. This person in high school... Uh, did you meet in biology, algebra, chemistry, um, or English class, or I, civics, or economics? I, I want to, <laughs> <laughs> or PE, or recess, or lunchtime. I want to say um, we met in English class. Okay. She was on the dance team. Oh, Not so she could move. She could move. Okay. Um, although some of the most awkward experiences of my life were watching her and her modern dance troupe. <laughs> High school modern dance is really something to witness. <laughs> Just like sort of demonic oh, convulsions. I love it. Everyone <laughs> in a unitard trying to move. Yeah. It's so disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah. But she was on the dance team. I was on the drum line. Okay. And so it was sort Honestly, of a match made Honestly, it sounds heaven. like you're a black man and you went to a black <laughs> school. <laughs> You were on drumline. She's on the dance team. Imagine Nick Cannon. <laughs> yeah. Was she white? Yeah. Okay. So you're just a white school who does traditionally black things. Great. Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Um, we met. I was very nervous. I was very scared of talking to women at that time. I don't mm-hmm. really know how it happened. I do remember our first kiss, which it took me a while to build up the courage to kiss okay. her. Was while watching, I believe, the movie Harold and Kumar at my friend's house, who he was also on the drum line, Mm -hmm. also dating a dancer. (laughs) We were on, I guess, a double date watching the movie. They started kissing. And then we felt like we also had to start kissing. <laughs> I love that your first kiss with this person was purely based on peer pressure. Terrible. And I That's remember it was great. really hard because we were at an angle. She was like lying on my arm, mm-hmm. her head sort of down and facing away from me. Okay. So I had no easy way of like trying to make it happen. Uh-huh. I think I might have even tapped on her head if I I can't exactly remember. <laughs> To get her to turn I to hope me. you tapped on her head <laughs> and she looked up and then your mouth just came down Tongue to her. first. Tongue first. Uh-huh. Just like, I got to get it in there. <laughs> and then how long did you date? A year? A year. 
Okay. Um, and then it was a terror. I didn't. There were probably like three to four months before I ended it. I knew I wanted uh, to end it, but I was so scared of ending it. Okay. And eventually, I like slowly started being distant from her, oh. which is a terrible thing to do. So you just like stopped responding on the phone. Yeah. You're putting up away messages on yeah. AIM. Uh huh. Okay. I had an outgoing message on my inbox. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Really um, just avoiding her. It was terrible. And then finally she was like, what is going on? And I was like, uh, let's go to Sonic. And so oh. <laughs> I picked her up oh, and we went boy. to Sonic. Uh-huh. And then I told her that I wanted to break up, mm-hmm. and then I started crying. Did you crying. order first, or we ordered first? Okay, good. I wanted her to get some treats. I was sobbing. <laughs> she didn't cry at all. Okay. <laughs> and then I think we got tater tots and slushies. All right. Why were you crying? I don't know. I think it was just felt traumatizing to me, or I think mm-hmm. I didn't know. I just didn't know how to handle those emotions at all. Fair, because we don't teach men to have emotions. That's right. Which is curious. <laughs> I wonder why. Why don't we do that? It seems so obvious that it would be a right? good to thing be like to do. They're human beings. Huh. They probably feel. Uh-huh. No. No. They don't feel. They're fine. They're whatever. Don't cry, you little pussy. <laughs> don't be a bitch. <laughs> uh, have you ever cried breaking up with anybody else? No. Uh, no, I have not. Okay. I do... Um, yeah, I've broken up, I guess, with... I broke up with that girlfriend in my next year-long relationship. I ended that one as well. Did you do the same thing? Did you get distant? No. That one I think I handled... I mean, there's no good way to... Ha- it's always hell, but mm-hmm. I handled it as the best I could, which is that basically the moment I started being like, I don't think I want to be in this, I texted her and was like, we need to talk. And mm. then, And then she was like, I'm coming over right now. And then I frantically Googled how to break up with someone. <laughs> Tips. Uh-huh. Um, and I read a good tip. What, what What was the tip? Okay. Well, because they were like, you're going to, at some point during the breakup, want to stop breaking up with them. Mm-hmm. It, it, unless, they're, unless it's mutual, it's going to, the emotion is going to be running so high and you're going to feel so bad that mm-hmm. this is happening that you're going to want to be like, never mind, let's not break up. And so the tip was like, know that that's coming and fight through that and just end it. Okay. Don't let the don't let your like sympathy or whatever get the better of you. Be a cold hearted psychopath. Just be really cold. <laughs> put those emotions in a box and break her heart. Have you ever? Wait, you. I, I, I've been listening to some of your podcasts. You've never been in a long term relationship. Sure haven't. So you've never had to like break up with someone in this way. Sure haven't. Okay. Well, it I'll tell you what, it feels awful unless you are mm-hmm. a psychopath <laughs> and it feels worse to be broken up with no doubt, but if you love a often even at the end of a relationship, you still love this mm-hmm. person and it feels it's a nightmare to have to like draw this line in the sand where you're like we have to you know how we've been hanging out multiple times a week and we're being gonna ex- never do that again. Never again. It's crazy. That is crazy. And then you never saw her again, or did you like hang out one more time? Well, no, because an, a, a mistake I made in a in a somewhat shorter but still serious relationship in college was we broke up, and we were like, let's still remain really close friends mm-hmm. and talk all the time. And it was devastating to do that because it's like reopening a wound over and over mm-hmm. again. Um, and so in this breakup, 
I was like, I think we need to, we can talk a little bit, but I think we need to take a serious break from each other for a few months before mm-hmm. we really talk about this again. Ah. So that's what we did. So it really was like a band-aid and then we didn't speak for a few months and then we got coffee. And then it was good and everyone was doing everyone well. Everyone was like, good. I feel happy all the time now. What a relief. This is what I needed. I needed to be broken up with so I could really live my true life. <laughs> no. Neither of us felt good. But it was like obviously the right thing to mm-hmm. do, but it doesn't feel good. Yeah, I've never been in a long, long-term thing. I've been in like an on and off again thing where like we'd be on and then off for a couple months and then like really wouldn't talk during those months mm-hmm. and then on again and talking a lot. It was a very weird thing to be in, but then mm-hmm. also I was like traveling a lot and then working a lot. So then it was like kind of helpful that I was like, oh, I don't have to worry about this person for a couple months. Yeah. Ooh, and now he's back in my life. What a treat. And then besides that, I think the longest thing I've been, like nothing ever goes past two months for me. I've only yeah. dated, like I'll only date people for like two months. And then I guess I did ghost one person that I dated for like two months. But also they like ghosted me. Like it was a mutual ghosting where yeah. we just like, there we like, Hung out one last time and then like never really talked to each other again. It was like, have mm, you, okay. have you in your travels mm-hmm. through men? Yes, met anyone where you're like, I think that this would work, and then it just like, have you met a, an archetype of a person that you're like, this is essentially what I'm looking for? Yeah, I've met numerous people where I was like, oh, I think this is a person I'd like to spend the next chunk of my life with and then it just it always fizzles or it doesn't work out and uh a lot of times it's not me um i'm a perfect person (laughs) no i i know that like uh i am a little too much my schedule is a little bonkers uh so i don't i don't know i I mean it is hard to it is it's a fucking cliche but it is hard to like have a career where you work constantly and also carve out the time to be good to somebody yeah because it's you then you have like two full-time jobs or like in my case like four full-time jobs because you know you do a podcast Mm -hmm. if you're on a show you're on a show if you're touring you're touring if you're writing something you have to write shit and then you're like oh and i have to squeeze in a relationship that's very hard (laughs) yes it is and exhausting how do you do it do you like date night? Do people still do people have date nights in um, relationships? <laughs> this is a weird question. <laughs> we kind of do. I mean, we st- we don't have like we're not so deep into the relationship where we're like we have to be robotic about it now mm-hmm. because all of the romance is gone. But we do go on date. I think it's still good because you can just slip into like it's so nice to like do nothing together mm-hmm. and like come home and, like, let's order food and, like, do nothing. That you, I do notice, like, it's good to sometimes make the effort of, like, let's dress up. Let's put clothes on and go out (laughs) into the world and present ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, I guess we kind of do. What was the last date night you had? We went to this restaurant in Highland Park called, oh, fuck. Anyway, it's like, it's like every. What was the restaurant called? Fuck, what is it called? Not Birds? Birds is. On Franklin. It's not that. It's like, it's not birds in a feather. Fuck. It's something like Uh, that. Little bird? Little bird boy? I hope that's the name (laughs) of the restaurant. We went to this restaurant called Little Bird Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A little boy served us a cooked bird. Actually, you know what? Something a little crazy happened to me on that date. date. So we went out 
And uh, we got a little bit dressed up. I think mm-hmm. I wore a sports jacket. I, I looked like a young, responsible father. Nice. Uh-huh. And um, we got there and we sat down and I needed to use the restroom. So without, we'd been there less than five minutes. I go, it's a single stall restroom. Uh, a, a young woman comes up next to me and is mm-hmm. like, are you waiting? I was like, yeah. And then she like was kind of staring at me. Mm-hmm. And then the person in the restroom came out. I want to use the restroom. Came out. And and she, I, was, I was like, all yours. And she's like, Haha. and then she grabbed my arm and said, you're so beautiful. <gasps> oh. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm, I, I think what she was hoping, or the vibe I got was, uh-huh. come into this restroom with me. Oh my God, she wanted to fuck you. I think, yeah. Right after you either took a dump or just peed a little. <laughs> I just peed a little, and I was on a date night wearing a sports jacket. And yes, I maybe, looked beautiful. Maybe she had never seen a man wearing a sport coat. <laughs> what is a, sp- like a blazer? It's a blazer. Why is it called a sport coat? I don't know. I think. Why do we call them restrooms? I'm never taking a rest. I know. I'm always pushing one out. <laughs> I have taken rests in restrooms at I jobs. I've like slept in the bathroom. Once fell asleep at JFK in a in a like on a toilet because I was pretty hungover. It was like this cold stall. Like the little partition was so cold on my face. I was like, this feels so good. <laughs> So then I set a, an alarm in my phone so I wouldn't miss my flight. <laughs> mm, I've done that. Not in uh, a restroom, but at an airport I've fallen asleep. It's tough to travel when you're hungover. It feels terrible. One of the worst experiences I ever had traveling was coming back from Montreal. Mm. I woke up at 2.30 the previous morning. I was at Just for Laughs. Mm-hmm. I ate. I was drunk. And I passed on the way out of the bar mm-hmm. Uh a stand, a true TV stand that was handing out bagel and locks, mm-hmm. salmon, raw salmon. Oh. And I decided at 2.30 in the morning that it was a good idea to eat one of those. No. I woke up, realized I had made a terrible mistake. Oh, no. I was like, I have, to, my flight left in like three hours, but I was like, I have to get to a pharmacy. <laughs> so I called an Uber. Uh-huh. Got into the Uber to go to a pharmacy. Within two minutes, I had him pulled over and was throwing up out the side of the uh. Uber. He was furious at me, totally understandably, because I just yeah. got into his car and immediately started throwing <laughs> up like a fucking maniac. So he then. I need to get in this car. <laughs> <laughs> so then he like minutes later pulled over and kicked me out. It was like walk, made me walk the rest of the way. Oh no! So then I stumbled to the pharmacy, bought a bunch of medicine in French. I didn't know what any mm-hmm. of it really was. And then traveled 16, my flight got delayed, 16 hour flight with like mild food poisoning on the way back. No. Terrible. That is bad. It was bad. I truly just am pretty hungover on flights and have to eat a bunch of Pepto-Abysmol to the point where my poop turns black and then I worry I'm going to die and I have to remember that I took a bunch of Pepto-Abysmol. You didn't know that if you take... (laughs) My God. I think it's charcoal. I think it's just pink charcoal and... (laughs) Why doesn't it turn pink? I don't know, but your shit turns blacker than the night. So like if you take enough of it and you take a dump, you will look in the toilet and go, this is death. (laughs) I'm dying. <laughs> and you're like, I don't really feel good. This is it. And then you're like, oh, nope, just eat a bunch of Pepto-Bismol. I think uh, that is a side effect. I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what profession do you imagine yourself settling down with? A bus driver. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> nope, I answered the question before I heard the whole question. Also a bad answer. Wait, <laughs> wait, no like, offense to bus drivers. Like settling like an occupation for my significant other? Mm-hmm. Um... I thought you were asking about me. I want to be a bus driver. 
That's really. You'd I be, be really like, funny, honk, bus honk, driver. Get on. <laughs> and they'd be like, Nicole, why don't you honk the real horn? I'm like, because then traffic will think I'm trying to tell them something. Honk, honk, get on. <laughs> That'll be my catchphrase. People will make sure it's it's gonna be great. But um, <laughs> I feel like I want to see that TV show. It's called Hong Kong. Honk, honk, get on. Get on. It's 30 seconds long. <laughs> I'm always with yeah. a different wig, different it's just hair. Every episode you say Hong Kong, get on, the children get on, and then you crash the bus. And then, and then we all die. <laughs> Each episode, I'm like more and more hurt. Yeah. Hong Kong, get on. It's like, Nicole, are you okay? Stop filming no, this show. I keep crashing. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. I guess I thought I'd end up with, like, a comic. That doesn't seem to be the prophecy fulfilling. No. Um, unless, it, like, I right. wait a couple years and everyone's, like, coming out of divorces and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I was, like, maybe a producer. But then I was, like, producers make a lot of money. And I feel like they want, like, a prize, like a trophy-esque, like, hey, Nicole, wife. Nicole, maybe you are a prize. No! <laughs> I'm too loud to be somebody's prize! <laughs> I'm your prize! <laughs> Hog hog, I'm your prize. <laughs> hog hog, I'm your trophy wife. Like, I don't think it works uh-huh. for me. Like, I think a trophy wife has to be quiet. Mm. I think that's part of it because, like, you're a trophy, you're, you're stoic trophy. and quiet. You're an object. And they're like, this. She's not a trophy wife. She's a loud wife. Mm. This is my loud wife. I think that's how someone would have to introduce me. Yeah. Do you want to meet my loud wife? I suppose more than profession, you're just looking for someone who is secure with themselves. Yeah, I want someone who like knows who they is. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who likes me because yeah. I've dated people who seem to like. In hindsight, I was like, oh, I think they liked the idea of me, mm. but like didn't actually like me. Right. Which is a hard thing to grapple. Grapple. Sure. Grapple. That means hold on to. to- <laughs> <laughs> this has been an extremely informative podcast. We learned that Pepto turns your shits black uh-huh and we learned the, about the word grapple grapple means hold on to <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's tough i've had uh some of my girlfriend's friends be like do you have any friends you can introduce and i'm like uh-huh no but like <laughs> why I don't well, comedians are tough. Comedians are uh-huh. they're tough. They're tricky. You need like I it, I I rarely would want to be like, and here's a comedian for you. It mm-hmm. needs to be someone who's probably seeking that out. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't even know who like is ever seeking out a comedian. I know. Other than like a comedian. But you have something else that many comedians don't have, which is success. You're a <laughs> successful comedian. I'm doing all right. You're doing great. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've asked lots of male friends if they have any old person that they'd want to set me up with. And everyone's like, let me think about it. Nobody has ever been like, thought about it. Yeah. And yes. And here he is, Darren. I would love to meet Darren. <laughs> I would love to meet him. Darren has big muscles and a strong mind. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm into Darren. I like big muscles. A strong mind is sounds like a a good time. Mm -hmm. Do you have any friends for me? I've got one guy that I (gasps) thought I don't know if he's I you I I could I could tell you about him, but I don't know. He doesn't have big muscles. That's fine. Okay, he's an editor. Okay, that's great. He's very open minded, kind, almost. He's a little quiet. Like he might be. He might be a yin to your yang. Okay. Like he would not. He's he's extremely funny. 
but he's not as high energy as you are. Okay. Although I would, I would imagine you're not this high energy all the time. Mm. I mean, <laughs> for the most part, I'm screaming. Even when you're sleeping, your snores are like. <laughs> well, I do moan in my sleep. You do? <laughs> what? <laughs> my friend Marcy and I were. <laughs> Where were we? I can't remember, but she was like, Nicole, do you know how you currently sleep? And I was like, no, (laughs) how? She's like, you buried your face in the pillow and moaned for most of the night. So like I slept with my hands under my face into the pillow, just going, "Mm, So mm." you you must have been having a good dream. Yes, and then... She had told me, and then I was like, this makes sense as to why flight attendants say to me, well, you slept well, didn't you? Because <laughs> I guess they're like, she's having a full-blown sex dream. <laughs> but I'm not having sex dreams. I'm just moaning. That is such in line with you as a person, <laughs> that you are emitting pleasurable moans while asleep. You're, it's like a cartoon character. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> But yep, I'm like this most of the time. Okay, tell me more about this boy. Where does he live? Where in Los Feliz? Ooh, that's close to where maybe I live. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Can you be a little more vague about that? Actually, I'd like to know a little less about where you live. Uh, Maybe it's close to where my dwelling is. But maybe not. But maybe not. Who knows? Wait, Nicole, I assume you you share your address with your listeners, don't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? I used to say my old address you on stage did? all the time. Oh, my God. All the time. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I dare you. I dare you to come to my house. <laughs> it's an apartment building. Yeah. There are so many doors. Mm. Like, <laughs> you're not going to figure out which door is my door. Uh-huh. And I was right. Nobody ever came. Okay, so he lives maybe sort of close to me, but maybe not. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but is he single? Yeah. He's... Tell him about me. <laughs> okay. Okay, what would you, uh, how would you do this? How are you going to set me up? Well, okay, you know what I would do? Do it right now. <laughs> I'll get him on the phone. Uh, um, <laughs> that would be really good podcasting. Yeah, Actually, call him. It would be terrible. He would be so, feel so awkward. Oh, okay. And you know, because I've never been set up. Um, mm-hmm. but the way that I've tried to do it in the past is to not tell either party that it's happening and oh. to just create a circumstance where they're in the same vicinity, like in a small gathering together. So you are a villain <laughs> who is orchestrating something good. That's what I'm trying to do. Cause I've always imagined if someone was like, I want to set you up with her. We're going to go hang out together in a confined space mm. where you both know that the intention is for you to like each other. Mm-hmm. Feels like too much pressure. It does feel like a little bit of pressure, but I now know about this. Mm-hmm. I now have your phone number. I'm going to bother you about this <laughs> probably tomorrow. So, okay, what are you going to say to him? You have to tell him, the, you have to tell him about me. What are you going to say? <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm going to marry this man. Well, let me ask you this before we get into what I'll say. <laughs> okay. You are seem to be in a place, and I don't mean to psychoanalyze you or give you advice. I have a te- do. I have a terrible habit of giving too much advice. But you seem to be in a place where you, and I know that this is a complicated, I've had friends go through this before, you want this too badly. <laughs> you do. Because, yeah. like, you're, it's fucked up your mindset about it, I think. Oh, Don't maybe. you think so? 
Yes. Like the fact that you were like, I want to be in a relationship is like, <laughs> of course, but no way you're going to meet somebody in this mindset. Okay. Well, what mindset do I have to get into? You have to stop. You can't give a fuck. Oh. That's when it happens. Now, that's a conundrum, though. I, I This is why it's terrible advice I'm giving you, because you mm -hmm. can't turn that off, obviously. But I think there's a little bit of truth to it. It's like you're too fixated on it right now. Okay. Do you feel that at all, or am I off base by saying that, do you think? No. Uh, I mean, I do a full podcast about it. <laughs> yeah. I literally try to figure out how to get a husband! Uh, so yes, I am fully fixated on it. Yeah. But I mean, I get it. And there's no way to turn it off. But I guess like, I, to be honest, if mm -hmm. I if I were single. Yes. And I'm, and I'm like, maybe Nicole. But your attitude was like, I want to get married! <laughs> I, I would be like, I wonder if that's, it's the right time <laughs> with Nicole. Oh, no! Oh no! But I okay. could be dead wrong. I'm, I'll only speak for myself okay. there. But do you empathize with this, or do you do you relate to that at all, or no? Yes, I guess because if you do know who I am, you've watched Nailed It, uh, which means before we go out, you've probably Googled me, yeah. and then they're like, "Oh, she has a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me?" Yeah, and now I'm gonna go on a date with her. Ah, uh, this is a little overwhelming because I know she wants a relationship. Yeah. But that being said, it's nice. I think it's nice that a dude would go into a date with me being like, she wants a relationship. Totally. He knows so, what he, that's true. That is the other side of that is he knows yeah. what your intentions are. Yeah. So it's like right off the bat, if you're going to go on a date with me, this is what I'm looking for. I don't have to tell you. And can I also talk to the viewers directly right yes, now? Yes, please. And talk just to their say ears. that I characterized Nicole screaming, I want to be married <laughs> in an, a little bit of an unfair way because Nicole, in my experience, is an extremely warm, inviting, cool individual. Matt? And every time I talk to her, I feel understood implicitly in a way that makes me feel good about myself and I feel lucky to know Nicole <gasps> and I just want to tell any any men out there any good non piece of shit men who are potentially interested in Nicole don't take my characterization the wrong way I think she would be great to date hey thank you <laughs> what a lovely PSA and I really hope the man who was like you know what I like Nicole yeah. like turn it off right as soon as you're like she wants to get married and he's like well now I can't she wants to get married yeah, I fucked it up but earlier. here's the thing I don't want to get married you don't no and I'm not looking for like a forever person I'm looking for the next chunk of my life person I see sure that's healthy that's actually very healthy I came to that like a uh, realization in therapy nice because I was like I don't think I want to get married until like that like I don't know till yeah. we both decide that like maybe that's a thing we want to do totally and have a good time with some friends but I don't know it was just the next chunk of time maybe like a couple months yeah maybe a year who knows mm -hmm. I don't care I just want to tee hee hee and giggle with somebody <laughs> it is nice that is and I don't mean to rub this in <laughs> But I'm about to do it. Do it. A, the loveliest aspect of a relationship is being lying on a couch watching TV. That's what I want. It's that's prime time for me. And I don't even know how that happens. Like when? When did you guys decide that you watch TV together? I don't know. We nobody just ever kept, knows. Nobody it, can pinpoint things no, for me. It just you. St I just stumbled into it. I even I was so I've been listening to your podcast more since when you. Uh, when I knew I was coming on it, and uh, 
a question you'll often ask is when did you have like the conversation of mm-hmm. like why you're exclusive or, or like are we exclusive? Yes. And I was thinking back to that and I was we had it about three, four months in, but I don't mm-hmm. know why we did it. I was like, why did we have that conversation? I guess because you hit a point where because you're like. Because you want to know if they're stepping out in these yeah. streets fucking other people. <laughs> I remember thinking, because I brought it up to her, mm-hmm. and I remember having the thought of if I, I'm deep enough in this and I care about her, even though it's only a few months enough to where if I found out she was sleeping with someone else, at this point it would hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. So I guess I need to tell her that. And I think that's literally what I told her. Ah. But. We just stumbled into it. We just, it kept being one of those things where it's like, oh, we still like each other after mm-hmm. this date. Oh, I think I want to go out with her again. And then more and more. And then it just snowballed. I'm just trying to sit on someone's couch. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole needs a couch. Nicole sits on her floor at home. I don't have a couch in my house. <laughs> um, so I got to just hang out on your couch. That's your main <laughs> motive for getting into a relationship. Yeah, so is I have a, couch. a place to sit. <laughs> uh yeah, I just feel like it would be like my roommates in a relationship and I look at them and I'm like, seems like you're having a great time. <laughs> you're just like yeah. planning stuff and hanging out and you whisper at, at each other. <laughs> why do you keep whispering? Why, why can't I listen? Why are you telling each other secrets? Oh, I want to know what the secrets are. That's, I just want to be in a secret with somebody. <laughs> but also, I don't know. Uh... I'm not looking right now. Sure. Like, I have my apps still. They're still a blazing. Mm-hmm. They're still a going. Yeah. But I don't really check them mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Because I'm just tired. You get burned out on it. Because it's like, yes. you go on so many dates. And what sucks about <laughs> first dates, especially from online dating, is like, within five minutes, you know. Yes. Like, I'd sit down with someone, even sometimes, at, and this is maybe too judgmental, but like, I'd see him as I walked in and be like, I fucked up. This is yep. w- already I know they're wearing too many sequins. <laughs> um, and uh, and then, but I was never, I never had the gall to be like with a half an hour and be like, I already know I don't want this. I would uh, just, we'd have two drinks. and I've only done that twice. Yeah. Where there, it was like a cash only bar and I like didn't have any more cash and neither did he. And he's like, we could go to an ATM or go to the bar across the street. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go home. And then his response was, but I live over there. And I was like, oh. uh." (laughs) I was like, well, I hope you make it over there. (laughs) Okay. I, like, didn't know what to say. I was like, does he want me to, like, fuck him? Yeah. He was so boring. Yeah. I can't do that. That's rewarding uh, bad behavior. That's true. And then there was this other guy who just was boring and I didn't like him. I know. So I had like three drinks and I was like, you know what? I have to go home. And he's like, oh, that sucks. And I was like, it does, doesn't it? And then, (laughs) (laughs) and then I like ran away. He, he was so boring people. I'm like, how do you, are you listening? I know. Well, here's I've thought about this a little bit because we are in very close par- proximity to wildly entertaining people. We're mm-hmm. comedians. We know other comedians who are like trained to be entertaining. Uh-huh. And so we have a little bit of a unfair maybe or skewed perspective on that. Even though it's I, it's correct. Mm-hmm. It's I've often thought like it's tough to compete with for example you. Like I know you. So peop- So like if I were to go on a first date, it'd be like, well, they're not as fucking entertaining as Nicole Byer. <laughs> so who the fuck is this person? I feel like that 
all the time because I'm like, I could just be with my friends who make me laugh and I have a great time with, but they don't fuck me. <laughs> why won't my friends fuck me? Yeah, why won't my friends fuck me? That's your that, new podcast. Yep. And it's like one question. Why won't you fuck me? And I'm like, because we're friends. That's the end of that podcast episode. All Thank you for listening. the bus. <laughs> honk, honk, get on the bus. <laughs> but yeah, whenever I go out on a date, I truly, I... It takes me like a hot second to remember that they don't perform for a living and they're doing their best. Yeah, I know. Because I would too, I don't know if you do this, but I would, if I, even if I knew I was like, I don't think this is good, I don't really care Mm -hmm. for this person, I found myself having the instinct I do like as a performer where I'm like, well, I'll pick up the slack. I'll make this, Uh, I'm going to try to make this great even though I know this isn't good. So then sometimes it would almost on the surface feel like a good date or they might get that perception mm-hmm. which was probably shitty of me in a just a subtle way where I was like I, sh- I was leading them on inadvertently almost but it's not leading them on it's like well I'm here too so I better have a yeah, good time that's that's true that's exactly right but yeah I've had people asking for second dates where I was like how did you think the first one was good yeah you were very boring I was hilarious I understand why you want to go out with me again but why would you uh-huh. want me to go out with you again you brought nothing to the table you truly came to the table empty handed you didn't even have hands <sighs> well, these boring people will meet other boring people and they'll have and great relationships. And then they'll get married and then they'll have fucking boring ass each other's children secrets. who look like nasty little potatoes. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Your little potato <laughs> children. Well, Matt. Yeah. We've come to the end. Yes. Usually I ask my guests if they would date me, but you already said you would. <laughs> I feel like you said it. Wait, did I make that up? I'm going to let you believe whatever you want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Matt, would you date me if you weren't in a relationship? Honestly, in this moment, I don't think I would because beca- <laughs> because of this podcast. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you. There are three reasons I won't date you. Sick. I'm in a relationship. Yeah. We're both comedians. Yeah. That would make me nervous. And the public nature. However, were none of those in place, yeah, I would be interested. Sick. So if we were just two fucking people living in Boise, Idaho, we're we- in Boise. <laughs> we would be dating. Ooh, baby. Oh yeah. Boise is great. <laughs> Boise is great. Get on the bus. Honk honk. Get on the bus. We go to Boise. Um, Matt, do you have anything you would like to promote? Uh, watch my TV show Corporate on Comedy yes. Central every Tuesday at ten thirty. Um, I think it's really funny. I think you'll like it a lot. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Ingebretson. Yes, yes, yes. Honestly, your show's very funny. Thank you, Nicole. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, what episode did I watch at Good Heroin? You watched an episode called The Concert, which is about the struggle as you get a little older to continue to go out at night. That's Watch it this Tuesday. I I laughed and laughed. <laughs> but corporate is very dark and very funny. I really, really like it. Uh, I could go on all day about how much I like your TV show, <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> because we're not dating and I don't have to compliment you. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, please subscribe, rate it five stars. If you send me something dirty, I will read it. This person said, Dear Nicole, you are so sexy, smart, and funny. I would date you. I know you don't like soup, so when we went out and got served soup, I take your portion, put it in your pussy, then slurp it out with my mouth. You, do- 
You'd never have to eat soup again if you were my girl. Then I'd toss your salad because I like a balanced meal. <laughs> Honestly, is it hot soup? Like, is my pussy going to get scalded? Like, I'm a little worried about this proposal. Yeah. Like, also... A UTI might happen. Also, like, yeah. what if a noodle travels to my uterus? The traveling noodle. Would you be more inclined if it was a like a lentil soup or maybe a broccoli cheese? Uh, well, I don't want... Well, maybe the broccoli cheese would be better because cheese is like dairy. Dairy's like yogurt. Yogurt balances your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I'm wrong. Uh, I don't really know. Uh, anywho, uh, thank you for listening. Bye bye. I fell off a cliff. has been a Team Coco production. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.